0: everybody and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of snaps and golf claps i appreciate you guys being here for another week how's everybody doing i hope you guys are doing well and are thriving in your own respects i'm doing pretty good i feel as if i am going through a period of realization deconstruction You name it. I think there's a lot of stuff that is being revealed to me about myself, but I feel like right now I am in a period of, you could say, discernment, and I have just been very intentional with my time, with my space, with where I put my energy. And a lot of stuff is being revealed, but good stuff, and I think it's important to go through these life audits once in a while, especially when you are approaching big changes or big life events, I think it's really important to lean into yourself in that time and have periods of reflection where you can get a good idea of where you're at, where you want to go, and what that looks like, and be very honest with yourself because I I think a lot of times when we are approaching big life changes that means big changes need to happen in our lives to welcome these changes in we can't go from chapter to chapter with the same things from the last chapter. So in order to make space for the things that are meant for us in that chapter, we must evaluate what things we need to release from the previous chapter. And sometimes it's very obvious what we need to release, but other times it's not so obvious and it gets a little bit more challenging because it might be something that you may have some attachment to in some way. Whether it be a certain lifestyle, whether it be a certain group of people, whether it be activities, whatever. You'll know better than anyone else. But it is important to be aware of when something is no longer good for you. So anyways, that's where we've been, where we're just evaluating a lot. And I think what I've noticed is that in these times, in these spaces... It can be very emotionally exhausting. And that's not to also include things that are going on around you, life and things of that nature can also play a role in that. You have to balance a lot of this stuff out. So I have been a bit low energy, I would say this past week. And I'm not going to lie. It's actually quite challenging for me to sit here and record this right now. But I also made a promise to myself when i created this podcast and part of that promise was vulnerability to be myself all the time because things aren't always super happy and super high energy and super yay that's not how life works so i think it's important that even in these moments i have a task i have a duty to create these episodes and i enjoy doing it and it does help me in a bit and a bit And it's funny because in these times, it's almost a bit therapeutic to record these episodes. So that's where we're at. But all in all, I'm in a good headspace. It's just that life is doing what life does. And that's normal. And I think this is part of the process. And I think that's important to note because sometimes, especially nowadays, when we get a lot of this information from social media or media in general, we're shown a certain image of what the process looks like. Very rarely is the process very honest. There are days you're going to want to quit. There are days you're going to feel alone. There are days that it's going to feel like, why did I even do this? What am I doing? You're going to question everything. There are days where you're going to want to stay in bed all day and not do anything. Those are all part of the process. Those are all normal. It's important that in those days, you don't feel discouraged because you didn't see your favorite influencer go through those days. And they're going for the same thing you're going for. I think too many of us are focused on the outcome of a situation rather than the process. And when you focus on the outcome, on the end result, on what it's supposed to look like, you end up missing very crucial things, very crucial lessons along the way that are going to help you and propel you to that next level in life. Because, yes, achieving the goal is the goal. But I think the bigger gift in achieving the goal is the process. Because in the process is where you learn about yourself, what you love, what you don't, who you are, what you're made of, what you're capable of. It's where you develop tenacity. It's where you develop willpower. So on days like this, where I don't feel like it, it's only a feeling. And I think a lot of times we get too deep into the I don't feel like it. And then it happens again tomorrow. And then it happens again the next day. But there's something to say about pushing through an I don't feel like it, if it is in fact A mental, I don't feel like it. I think there is a balance between honoring your mind, honoring your thoughts, but also being in tune enough with your body to know when it's time to actually take a step back and allow yourself to process. And in that taking a step back, it doesn't mean you're completely abandoning said project or goal or journey. It just means that for a small amount of time, you're going to focus on what I like to call the X's and O's, the back end stuff, not the, the not so glam stuff of the process. So, for example, if you are pursuing whatever goal and you have something to achieve and to achieve it, you have to practice something every day. Well, when you get into these spaces, maybe there's a day that you're like, man, I really don't wanna practice this. Okay, well maybe that's a day where you actively learn something about that topic or do research or find other spaces where you can improve that will then lead to improvement towards that goal. And I don't wanna make it seem like everything in life is pursuit of something. But in a way it is, because it's a pursuit of your best self. Are there goals along the way, things that you want to achieve, things that you want to get better at? Yes. But the ultimate pursuit is not for those things. The pursuit is for becoming your best self, whatever that looks like to you. And that's what we're actually working towards, or at least should be. Because the truth of the matter is that any of the goals that we set that are out externally driven are gonna be really hard to reach if we aren't also equally emphasizing our personal development, our personal exploration. And that's where the process comes into play because the process is your development of self towards that goal, but in reality, leaning into that process, absorbing the process, enjoying the process, all has to do with you and who you are as a person and what you love and what you want to see done. And it teaches you about you in a way that nothing else can ever teach you about you. And I think we have it all wrong when we focus on the lifestyles and the, you know, the the cool stuff. Because that stuff is always evolving. Right. And that that stuff is cool. It is cool. But it is not a direct, it's not the direct win. Even when you reach your big goal, that's not the actual win. The win is the fact that you were able to do it. You, the person, was able to achieve this goal. You were able to work through those difficult moments. You were able to really lean into yourself, rely on yourself, and see what you were made out of. There's so many things that you learn about yourself in those moments that you feel like, dang, can I do this? Can I actually do this? Is this for me? All those questions that flood your brain when you're studying to get your your degree or when you're working towards building a business, you name it, whatever your current endeavor is, it's normal to have moments of doubt and moments of disbelief, but the gift is at the end When you reach that goal, whatever your goal is, and you look back and you're like, dang, I did it. I did it. Not I achieved the goal, but I did it. I showed myself that I was able to do this. I bet on myself. I told myself that I was capable enough to achieve this. And the more of those moments that you stack, the more you will continue to bet on yourself and believe in yourself moving forward that's one of those things where you have to see to believe if you're always giving up on yourself or giving up at the first sign of adversity and pain and discomfort then you're never going to actually believe that you can achieve stuff if you allow every little element of life to bring you down right and any external scenario you name it you know your boss at work your friend your significant other, your mom, your dad, get in your head enough to get in the way of you achieving something, it's never gonna feel possible. So that's why it's important that in those moments of, those, of doubt and uncertainty that we feel like, man, I, I don't feel like doing this, I don't want to do this, that we do it anyways. Yes, be conscious, yes, listen to your body, but also understand that the body follows the mind. So at a certain point, you have to really assess things in your conscious mind and be like, OK, can I actually do something today? Even though I don't feel like it, can I do something? And once you're done with that, check in with yourself again. Can I do something else? And once you're done with that, check in with yourself again. Can I do something else? If the answer is like, OK, no, I've I've actually given it, given it my all. then that's it. But you're better than you were yesterday. You're better than you were earlier that day and that's a win that is a win and that is a notch up to the next level for whatever it is that you want to achieve in this life but sometimes the the externals that we allow to influence us are the culprit for the I don't feel like it mindset so if we succumb to that we're doing ourselves a disservice so All in all, I guess what I'm saying is you have to focus on the process because the process isn't for the goal. The goal is a very small part of what you gain from focusing on the process. The process teaches you about you, what you're capable of, and the levels that you're meant to reach in this life. And no matter where you are in life, no matter what you're going through, I know it's hard sometimes... There are challenges in everything we do. If there weren't, then they wouldn't be worth pursuing. They wouldn't be as sweet when we win. Challenges are real. Difficult days are real. Down moments are very real. Not everything in life is an upswing all the time, and that is okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with what you're pursuing. Everything you're doing is okay. You're okay. You're you're more than okay. You're doing great. But you need to believe that. You need to understand that. And you really need to lean into the fact that those days are normal. Give yourself the space and the grace that you need. And let's keep it going. And that's it. There needs to be, there doesn't have to be any explanation. There doesn't have to be any. It is normal. Give yourself the space to process what you're feeling and do what you can. But every time you do what you can and you overcome those moments, you're better than you were the previous day. And you're better for you. No one else, nothing else. Just for you. And that's the beauty of life. So guys, I was actually thinking to do in between the Q&A episodes to to answer one of your questions at the end of every episode. Um, I'm going to try for this episode. And then I would love you guys this feedback on if you like it. And um, yeah, so let me just pull that up real quick. So the question of this week is you've talked about releasing fears, but how do we release fears when we don't know why we have them in the first place? I think that's a beautiful question because fear comes from a place of not knowing when we have fear of something it's because we don't know what the outcome is going to be and it's funny because this kind of ties into what I was talking about when we fear embarking a journey when we fear doing things that are out of the ordinary for us it's because we can't predict the outcome we don't know what's to come Fear comes from a place of lack of control, losing control, not having control of a situation, whether that be in somebody else's hands or just that's just how it is because you've never experienced something. But it seems a bit irrational to be afraid of something that you've never experienced, right? But that's because we try to hyper control a situation and really get into the what ifs of the situation, the what ifs is what causes the fear. Because think about it, not many people do what ifs with best case scenarios. <laughs> Most of the what ifs are with the absolute worst case scenarios. And the reason we do that is because when it's not that, then we feel better about the scenario as a whole, right? So like, you know, if I have a, a situation and I'm thinking of the worst case, what if scenarios, then if it's not as bad, then It makes the experience all worthwhile or makes me feel better about the thing. But I think the way to release fear or get over fear, at least that has been working for me. This is something I still actively work on in different things because fears can also be linked to certain experiences that we've had in the past that we don't want them to repeat. Right. Like if we've seen something, if we've endured something, if we've experienced something in life. Sometimes the thought of it happening to us again can also create fear. But what I've realized that no matter where your fear comes from, the best way to get over is to release expectation. When we release expectation of a situation, then technically we can't have fear anymore because we don't know what to expect. So what is there to be afraid of? You can't you don't feel anything. You just experience the thing. Because I think a lot of times having that fear and going into a situation with fear, we end up dictating the situation to confirm our fear bias. In a way, we're looking for what we fear. Right. I see it a lot in like people getting into relationships. If they have, you know, had an, a relationship where they have faced infidelity, then going into their next relationship, they're fearful of infidelity therefore now they're looking for any potential flag that could signal that their partner is potentially not faithful and they don't give this person the benefit of the doubt in any way so now any little thing whatever it's just to confirm that fear and that's the, that becomes the whole journey of the relationship and think about how horrible of, of an experience that is for you and your partner Because now you're constantly looking for something to confirm your fear. So much so that you're not enjoying this person in front of you that has never given you a reason to not trust. You're projecting insecurities on this person. And now you're creating, potentially creating a situation for this other person. And they're creating these thoughts about you about dating about all this stuff about themselves you know and it's just not good so why would you go into a situation projecting fear in anything you know and I think a lot of times we do have fear and when we are deep in fear we try to look for things to continuously confirm Why it's right for us to be in fear. It's protection. At the end of the day, our brain wants to protect us in any way that it can. And that's a protection mechanism. But when we release expectation and we set intentions to just receive what is meant for us in that moment, good or bad, happy or sad, whatever it looks like, release any expectations and that you receive what you're meant to receive. Then you're able to go to into a situation and truly at least try to be present. Because the thing is that once the more we do that, the more we realize, hmm. Yeah, nothing to be worried about. And I think the more we do that also, the more we're able to use our intuition. Our intuition is the best meter. Not our brain. Our intuition is the best meter of I don't know if this is for me, or I don't know if this is right, or whatever. But when we have such a fear-based mindset and we're afraid of the outcome and we can't control the situation and this and that and all this, our brain starts playing tricks on us. Anxiety starts playing tricks on us and all this stuff. And we end up either not doing anything and living a lackluster life (laughs) where we're constantly just scared of the next step because of all the what-if situations. But it's like, on the flip of the dime, what if the good stuff happen, then you're missing out on an incredible experience. Understand that you're not going to have control over every situation in life. Heck, you're actually going to have control of very little situations in life. Only things you're going to have control over are things that are coming from you, who you are, who you present into the world, who you want to become. Everything else is out of your control. So if you understand that All external things, everything that's outside of you is out of your control. It gives you the freedom to just go into situations and just be, be the best you, present the best you can. And whatever happens, happens. And if it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you. But release expectations about everything. You have no control over how somebody acts, about how you, how an experience is at a restaurant about how a trip is supposed to go you don't know especially if you've never done it so release expectations focus on yourself be present and be intentional about everything that you do I hope that helps I'm not an expert in fear but that's those are things that have just helped me throughout the years so I hope that helps you out and yeah i'm gonna cut it there guys because i feel like i've been talking for a bit and i have geez and i just want to say thank you and if you haven't yet make sure you follow the show leave a rating and a review and i will talk to you guys next week and as always be a little better every day thank you guys